Hey family, so we're back for yet another episode and before I get into this week's topic, I just want to apologize in advance if in the event that anything I say offends anyone. It's not my intent to offend, however, I do know that people take religion and um, mental health and things of that nature differently and it's, this is my opinion. You know, so again, this is a safe space. This is where we agree to disagree. It's just not my intent to hurt anybody's feelings. So again, I apologize in advance if anything that I say um, hits a nerve with anybody. With that being said, I just kind of wanted to talk about the trend of spirituality lately and some of the things that I'm seeing and how really I'm going to be very transparent and say how annoying it is to see the abuse of spirit of, of getting oneself together spiritually or really mentally and shifting the paradigm and how some people are just kind of abusing the overall idea of different tools and mechanisms and cognitive behavioral techniques that um are gifted by you know multiple people over time and um just to watch people kind of I don't want to say poke fun at it but to treat it as if it's just like if it if it's just what it is like like there's no real benefit from it they're just kind of doing it because it's popular so the lack of education and the choice to not further educate themselves in order to understand what the fuck is really happening um i'd like to start off by saying that i myself have been on a spiritual journey for several years now but for the past 2 years have really taken on more so the techniques of holistic healing and just the idea of crystals and sage and sound bowls and meditation and uh, frequencies and my natal chart and things of that nature. So very elementary to all things. However, very much aware that I do intend to broaden my horizons and to continue to educate myself on the benefits of my spirituality and what it is and how it is that I choose to live my life. On top of that, um, I've just I've noticed it more more so than anything in my travels to where I purchase my crystals and my sage and um, not just in Baltimore, but like in D.C. and even in Atlanta when I'm there. Um, Just the behaviors of people like I what. So what I'm saying is that. There, to me, is no issue in a person wanting to know more. There's no issue with the person finding interest. The issue lies in the idea of doing it with no intent to change behavior behind it. So it's just kind of stacking on top of the dysfunction of which you already are. And you just kind of feel like, well, because this is working for everybody else, then this is just going to work for me. It doesn't work that way at all. And it's really dangerous to your overall being in my opinion when you do shit like that so one if you have no intent on furthering your education with what it is that's been given to you um, or things that you're looking into then I would ask that you consider just stopping altogether because you really don't understand what the fuck you're getting yourself into um, especially if there's not going to be any type of belief behind it because faith without work is dead. So you can have faith in the idea that just kind of including yourself in this popularity, you know, complex at this point, 
um, is going to bring you some type of enlightenment when in all actuality you're just doing it because of the aesthetic, because it looks cool and it'll get you a couple likes on Instagram. No, that, no, not at all. Um, I just, I'm starting to see a couple of things that, um, again, are bothersome. I think one thing that's really big is the whole idea of like smudging your home. So sage, right? For people who don't know, sage is an herb and it's when put in bundles um, and dried. So it's a dried herb that's placed in these bundles and then wrapped in twine a lot of the time or wrapped in, in uh, small amounts of string to create smudge sticks is what it was used, especially during like the Incan and Mayan times, especially even during um, the time of when Native Americans had their own, you know, personal land. Um, even in Afro-Latina cultures and the African culture and melanated cultures, sage is used as a cleansing tool. And I've seen a lot of people purchasing sage and then smudging their home daily. You're awakening possible paranormal activity in your home by saging your home every fucking day and if you think for a second that your life is that fucking dysfunctional that some sage is gonna be what changes the situation by all means your situation is a lot fucking deeper than a cleanse there's no way in fuck ton heaven or hell that you are going to be able to light this bundle and walk around your home and then you do it with your windows closed. And then all of this negative fucking energy in which apparently you intend or because you heard that it does something positive. Is it going to have any type of positive benefit? No. Fucking stop. First thing, if you are going to smudge your home, you should be smudging your home every 30 days. Once at the beginning of the month. Especially because it is the start of something. You want to make sure or ensure that even like... How people clean, you know, like do like spring cleaning. That would be what you're doing. So you would technically be cleansing your space. And you would be doing this at the beginning of every month. On top of that, you want to take into consideration smudging your home when you have negative energies that come into your home. Unknown energies. Let's say the maintenance man has been in your house. Um, and you know, you weren't home or let's say, you know, you had some dysfunctional fucking family. Let's say you're having a cookout and all those personalities are just kind of in one space. Um, you had a friend that came over with some really heavy shit. Um, and when I say heavy, I mean like emotionally heavy. Maybe you had a really bad day at work and you're just realizing that you're just kind of projecting that and that the space that you're staying in is not really all that much of a, a enjoyable space anymore. And you kind of feel enclosed. Those are all reasons to smudge your home. Reasons to not smudge your home because you walk the fuck in the door and you got off of work and you're like, I'm just going to light some sage. Sage is not a candle. I ask that you consider stop lighting it. The second thing, stop lighting sage and stop lighting Palo Santo sticks with your fucking windows closed. The energy that you are trying to rid of is bouncing off the glass. Open your blinds, open the window, let the negativity out. If you don't have windows in your home, open the door open every open space all the cabinets whatever the case may be like so for instance a lot of the time I don't smudge my full home I smudge my room because my room is my safe space this is where I do a lot of my thinking a lot of my business a lot of my work so um I also noticed that 
I've taken more into consideration of having harder conversations outside of my room and in common areas. So like the living room, um, my kitchen, things of that nature. And then I feel like it's too heavy. Then I'll smudge those spaces. However, I open every window of my home. I open my closet doors. I open the cabinets. I open anything that can be opened because you want to not allow the 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 energy to be capsulized into one space so imagine like a fly getting into your home unless you direct that fly outside of the out back outside you know it'll become closed in into one area and then in it being closed in it's just kind of annoying and still kind of dwelling there you don't want that energy to be there so in smudging your home and lighting your palo santo sticks just please open your fucking windows at minimum if you're not gonna open every drawer every cabinet please just open your fucking windows and please just stop lighting your sage every day again it's not a candle um other things are shadow work and with no work connected to it again faith without work is dead so you're triggered and you realize that there's something happening in your life on a consistent basis or there's things that are happening to you and you really can't put your finger on why it is you feel the way that you feel and you're finding yourself wanting to delve more into these aspects of life in order for you to be able to heal from it but yet all you do is talk about the issue and you have no want to talk about a resolution or how you're going to work towards it you only deal with the part of the memory that benefits you you only deal with the part of the memory in which you have no blame you only deal with the part of the memory that is pretty much vivid to you you don't reach out to other parties who were involved um in which you still have communication with to figure out what really happened to compare your story to their story so that the similarities are then the truth um a lot of people will take on shadow work exercises and then just kind of think that they're completed and think that there's really nothing else to do and that they're done No, it's not how that works. Shadow work is damn near suicide mission, to be honest, because it's a lot of which you don't want to deal with and which you have to face in order to heal. So shadow work without no work is really just journaling. And not saying that journaling isn't beneficial, but at the same token, if you know for a fact that something is considerably bothering you and consistently bothering you over time, and it's something that you really want to move on from, you know, from writing it down and just kind of keeping it enclosed you know, in your thought process, it's not going to do you any good. Relying on Jesus Christ alone is also going to be what fucks you up. (laughs) And that's more so the reason why I made the disclaimer in the beginning that I'd like to apologize in advance in the event that somebody does take this any other way in which I intend. Again, this is my opinion, but also coming from somebody who at one point was just kind of like a God got me kind of girl. It doesn't work that way. So as somebody who is no longer Christian, but my family is of the Christian faith and Methodist, Baptist, uh, Pentecostal, they're all throughout the works of Christianity. I do have those members of my family who are just like, oh, God got me and really feel like there's nothing that they have to do behind the actual prayer in order to get it done so they just kind of feel like if I pray on it and I sit here and I you know kind of dwell in it then you know God will kind of work it out for me and something will come along and then the blessing will come and just kind of fall in my lap and then I'll be good to go because you know God loves me I'm his child he got me 
relying on Jesus Christ alone, relying on God alone and not wanting to put the the work in behind your faith is going to be what fucks you up and is going to be what puts you in a consistent bind and is going to be the reason for the stagnation in your life because you honestly feel like you're able to just get away with praying a couple days out of the week and t- giving your tithes and off, you know offerings on Sunday and just kind of thinking that w- that within itself is you know, it qualifies you for blessings. That's that's not how that works at all. Same thing in the spiritual realm. If you honestly think that your creator is just going to be dropping blessings in your lap solely because you light your sage or you meditate or because you're, you know, a kind person that no, that's not how that works. Again, faith without work is dead. So putting the extra work in behind it and making sure that you get shit done and making sure that you are, you know, positive with your intent and making sure that you move, you know, in an integral manner and making sure that when you tell somebody that you love them, you actually love them and and asking for things in, you know, betterment of your situations to continue to work hard in, you know, the midst of getting through the work in order to be able to work towards the blessing. You're What you're doing is you're showing creation that you're capable of maintaining the blessing when the blessing is placed in, you know, in your face and when it's placed in your lap when you're able to receive it anytime that you're asking creation or you're asking your god or you're asking you know jesus christ alone to give you something but yet you just kind of want to sit there and just like okay i'll wait i'm patient no it rarely rarely is that ever the case and a lot of the time the blessing is given in order to test you and also in order to teach you a lesson and in a lot of situations in which we decide to um pray or in some matters beg for the blessing and then kind of sit in the situation, creation will gift it to us to show us that we are not yet ready. And that in the event that we don't change our mindset and the way that we handle things, we will never be ready for that blessing. And you will continue to kind of live in the light that you are and you will be miserable. Lying to yourself. Lying to yourself, it's not working. You know, I think that a lot of the time, what we tend to do as human beings is to tell ourselves that if we tell ourselves over and over and over again that something is actually working or something is better than what it is, then it'll actually become better than what it is. When in all actuality and in all honesty, it's really fucking fucked up and we just continue to lie to ourselves just to make it feel a little bit better because we don't want to be in pain anymore. Not understanding that, you know, through the shadow work and through the actual healing process and getting ourselves together and understanding that therapy is not a derogatory term and understanding that pushing forward in life and understanding that actually applying oneself to healing and to to take on the proper behaviors um, and a change in behavior will be what actually assist in telling yourself that something will get better and then understand that you're not lying to yourself in that aspect. I think it's important that we stop lying to ourselves and telling ourselves that things are going to get better when we have no motive or no means or no want to actually change. We just kind of feel like if we lie to ourselves enough, the lie will then manifest into something tangible. And then, you know, because it's sitting in front of us, then all of a sudden it's good. It's really dangerous to your actual mental health. And, you know, when you continue to lie to yourself about situations, it's kind of like Munchausen's. So you just kind of want to, you know, watch that. Again, all my opinion. The civil war within your tribe. So when you think of a civil war, you know, you're both on the same area land. You're both from the same place and yet you're battling, um, you're battling the opposition. And a lot of the time we have people within our tribe who don't want what's best for us and that they're kind of only there to benefit or they have the opposition that they have and they would just kind of rather argue. They would rather fight um, instead of agree to disagree and kind of go separate ways. It it always has to be some type of disagreement or it always has to be um, 
the exact the exact opposite of what it is that you're trying to work on and then that's what causes the civil war because granted you are pushing towards something great granted you are trying to become you know something better and then here this person comes along and granted they want the same thing but they don't want to attain it the way that you do and then you have this you know idea here and here you are trying to push forward with that and you're trying to become fruitful and actually you know have it manifest and they're just like no it doesn't work that way and you're just like okay well how does it work for you and then you know they present something you're like okay well no that's you and they're like no this is us and it's just like well no it's not us that's your fucking idea you keep your fucking idea over there i'm gonna keep my fucking idea over here okay well because you can't agree with me then you know now we have to be at war with one another now we have to bump heads because you don't want to do shit my way at no point in time should any person in your life continue to try to argue with what it is that they feel is right for you based on not knowing what's right for you because you know you better than anybody else in the event that you do find yourself in a civil war with your tribe members i just ask that you reconsider those that are in your tribe and a lot of the time most of the time it's not even really an opposition it's just that the person is not leading a life of integrity and that that's what starts the civil war because you are trying to push forward in your life and this person is stating that they do want so much you know so much more but the way that they're moving isn't that of a person of integrity which is then what places you in a place um where you're either just completely disagreeing with the way that they are and you just you just don't really want to deal with it anymore and then you cut ties with that person. Um, that person that may feel like you're in the wrong. Why would you cut me off if you can see, you know, clearly that I'm doing so much. You can benefit from this. It's like, I don't want to benefit from that shit because you ain't even moving right. Um, you thought you had support. That's another part of the, the Civil War situation. Sometimes your tribe really has no intent to support you. They just kind of want to see if you can do it. And that in itself is dangerous. Because then you don't have a means of support. You just kind of have uh, some people kind of sitting on the bleachers and just kind of seeing how the game ends. And that within itself can just kind of be detrimental, especially to a person's mental health, because it's just like, you know, I thought you loved me. I thought that you were really here. I thought you were really rocking and riding with me. And the faster you see through people's bullshit, I promise you, the faster you start your healing process, just because it's your mom, just because it's your brother, just because they have some type of genetic tie to you does not mean that they need to be tied to you. Honestly, understand the generational curses start at the beginning of the generation and that you don't have to put up with that shit. And that you are your own person and that, again, your journey is your journey. And the way that you lead your adventure in order to get to what it is that you really want out of life does not have to be defined based on the foundation of which your family has already set. Yes, they are successful, but look at all they had to go through. And it doesn't mean that you're necessarily cutting corners. It's that you're moving smarter. And there's nothing wrong with moving smarter. There's nothing wrong with knowing that the plan B works more efficient and effective than plan A. And if a person does not agree with that, then that's fine. Agreeing to disagree is one thing. But to shun you or to um, ostracize you or to uh, metaphorically castrate you in a way for being who you be and knowing what it is that you want from life, that's not really what you need. The level of support that you need sometimes comes from people that you don't know. So don't feel like you have to be tied to a person or ask that you consider not feeling like you have to be tied to a person solely because you guys have genetic ties because that in itself can be dangerous. Um, there are a couple things that, and this is kind of all over the place, but there are a couple things that I've seen kind of within the trend of spirituality or kind of within this market um, because that's kind of what people have created it as, consumers of a market, um, 
that are dangerous. Again, we talked about the overall smudging of your home daily and how like detriment that can be. Again, open your fucking windows. Um, the other thing is tap water and crystals, right? So people, I've purchased crystals for people and through purchasing crystals for people, um, when I love you, I love you. And if I honestly feel like there are going to be crystals that will just help you with your manifestation process, I will shop for you and I will place the most, um, integral intent behind it because I love you and I want to see you flourish so if anybody has ever received a piece of crystal from me know that it came from an you know an amazingly deep place of love and not the bottom of my heart but it came from the very root and soul of my love because I want to see you flourish with that being said I also always provide cleansing directions for your crystals stop cleaning cleansing your crystals with tap water not even just because one it doesn't do anything but place tap water on your crystals but two in any part of the u.s i don't know that anybody's water is actually all that clean when it's coming from the tap so i want you to think about fluoride on top of all the crazy amounts of metals that are inside of your tap water that mixed with just the overall genetic makeup of a rock, of a crystal, can either ruin the crystal or the rock. It can break it up to the point. So not just ruin it in the way of how it looks, but also ruin the crystal or the rock itself to the point where it's now breaking down or it's um, changing color things of that nature. I know that when I first got into crystals at one point, I put my piece of um, chalcedony in the tub with me and it changed. It got, it dried out almost. So the actual um, reflection from the piece of crystal was no longer reflective. It was very matte and muted and there was nothing that I could do with that. There are some crystals that need to be placed in dried herbs and salt. There are some that need to be placed in water. There are some that need to be placed in direct sunlight. There are some that are done under moonlight. There is a whole process, which is why research is very much important and why people should not be out here just purchasing crystals for people or purchasing crystals for themselves and then just kind of hosting them, you know, within their, their being um, or, you know, on their body and not know what it is that you're actually doing with them. So I do ask that you consider fully educating yourself if you are a person who partakes in, you know, crystal collecting and things of that nature that you know how to properly care for your crystals because you really could be ruining them. And on top of the spiritual benefit of it, I want you to look at the financial aspect of it. You spent a lot of money on crystals. Granted, you can get pieces of crystal for very small amounts of money. Um, I think the most that I've spent on crystals at one point was probably like 50, 40 to $50 um smaller crystals that I actually keep on my person but imagine doing that and then you're not able to use them anymore you've ruined them um and again the last thing is just really that reminder that faith without work is dead you can depend on your creator all day long if you don't have any type of intention behind it or any type of want to really change if you realize that a lot of your subconscious habits are also dwindling into your conscious way of thinking, then the problem is not just your you relying on religion. It has a lot to do with the fact that oh, you really just don't want to change and that you've fallen into this pattern 
of doing everything that everybody else is doing because you see that it's working from them for them and if you honestly are that influenced based on the aesthetic of what you see somebody else is living their life i ask that you consider further broadening your horizon and understanding that over time your life will start to become irrecognizable like you won't even be able to recognize who you are anymore you'll fall into a a crisis of self-identity because you honestly will be living the life of somebody other than you so take that into consideration these are just things that i've seen again it just really seems like spirituality has become a trend and it's just it's it's dangerous like you're you're toying with shit and you're doing shit not not even just from a spiritual aspect because I don't want to push my beliefs on anybody. So this is not me just stating that with Sage, you're awakening these paranormal activity, you know, possible paranormal activities in your home. Uh, with crystals, you know, you're you're meditating under, you know, these crystals and allowing um, the rotation of energy that they're receiving from direct sunlight and moonlight through the cleansing of water, through the cleansing of the salt. All of these methods, um, not just saying that those those do affect you. And in my belief pattern, those definitely have a direct effect on your overall change of behavior. But I'm talking about the overall idea of spirituality and how y'all take on the idea of these things and the aesthetic. And then you become somebody that you don't even fucking recognize because you did it based on the fact as though somebody else did it and not because you really wanted to do it. So just be mindful because when you're that easily influenced, you fall into a matter of not understanding one's self-worth at the end of the day. And if somebody was to come to you and try to I guess kind of assess where you are. You wouldn't even know where to start with your mental process because you're not doing it for the fact as though you want to heal or want to move forward or want to be better. You did it because somebody else was doing it. And that in itself is dangerous. And I know it seems crazy that you would have to bring that up to somebody who is fucking grown, but you would not believe how many people out here walk in this spiritual facade solely for the idea of the fact as though life has just become this popularity contest. And that some people treat mental health like a trend. A lot of people treat spirituality like a trend and it becomes overall dangerous to one's being because the lack of self-worth, the lack of self-preservation, the lack of understanding that you are self and that you need to be who you be the the lack of that knowledge and the overall ignorance and then the excuse that they are ignorant that they continue to rely on but it just becomes a matter of just overall dysfunction and it makes me want to shake the shit out of people um i love (laughs) y'all i love y'all and again it is not my intent to offend anybody it's just that i'm seeing these things and in that i just kind of become concerned because spirituality and mental health is not an aesthetic it is a way of life and it is to overall assist you in being a better you. You cannot start over. You can't start your life over. This is not a video game. You don't start from scratch. But what you do is you take everything that's been placed in front of you and you work with what it is and you heal from the things that are stifling you and becoming better and blocking your blessings. And when you become this better individual, my God, will you see the change and your overall self. But trying to live your life based on the behaviors of others is not going to do anything but place you in somebody else's shoes. And your lack of empathy is going to be what fucks you over. I love you and I'll talk to you guys next week.